Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Yellow Noise. I'm Ellen. And I'm Polly. This week we are going to be learning more about ourselves through personality quizzes. We each took three quizzes and we'll be sharing the results of each of these quizzes and talking through our thoughts on whether we think they represent us accurately. We'll link all three of the quizzes in our show notes so you can take them yourself if you're interested. So the first one that we took was the extremely well-known Myers-Briggs test. We took the test through the 16personalities.com website, and basically the quiz assigns you a four-letter personality type based on a series of questions. And the first letter is E or I for extroversion or introversion. The second letter is S or N for sensing or intuition. The third letter is T or F for thinking or feeling. And the last letter is J or P for judging or perceiving. So Ellen, do you want to reveal the results of your Myers-Briggs type? Yeah, so I was pretty excited to take this test because I haven't taken the Myers-Briggs quiz in quite a while. Probably the last time I took it was early 2015. Mm -hmm. And I don't quite remember my results, but people always ask in social (laughs) settings. so I never know what to tell them until now. Because I took this test and found out I am an ISFJ, which Mm -hmm. is the defender type personality. Okay. So a defender slash ISFJ is someone with the introverted, observant, feeling, and judging personality test traits. These people tend to be warm and unassuming in their own steady way. They're efficient and responsible, giving careful attention to practical details in their daily lives. Do you feel like this accurately describes you? I think it does. So one of the parts that stood out to me was the judging personality type, which it sounds really bad, but when you read through the description, like judging versus prospecting, it's actually about whether or not you tend to adhere to the rules versus like if you tend to be more spontaneous Mm -hmm. and, and do things randomly. So judging is more so like you want to make things the way that they ought to be or the way that they're portrayed slash written to be. Mm-hmm. And when I took the quiz, it actually gives you the percentage of um, where you fall between the different traits. So like you can see I'm like 47% extroverted and 53% introverted. Mm-hmm. And through all of those traits, I was really teetering on that like 50-something, mm-hmm. 40-something line. Except for judging and prospecting, I was 72% judging and 28% <laughs> prospecting. And I I totally agree with that because I do tend to follow the rules and I actually get very anxious when things stray from what they're planned to be. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good trait in the aspect of like I'm always very prepared for things. I'm always Mm -hmm. like very well planned and I I go in with like a list of deliverables to accomplish. (laughs) But then I do see the negative component of that which is life is always going to have complications come through and I'm really trying to learn how to roll with the punches Uh it is something that I'm aware of at least but taking this quiz made me realize how I'm still very much inherently on the other side 
That's really interesting. So I guess I'll reveal my personality type first and we can talk a little bit more about it. But I got ESTJ, which is the executive. And that is someone who is extroverted, observant, thinking, and judging. So I think I have two of the letters the same as yours, S and J, right? Yeah. And then the description is also, they possess great fortitude, emphatically following their own sensible judgment. They often serve as a stabilizing force among others, able to offer solid direction amid adversity. So I actually thought some of the things you were saying about, I think the J in particular, I also resonate pretty strongly with. And I guess like similar to you for like the breakdown for the percentages between all of the four letters, I also did teeter 40-50 on most of them, again, except for judging. (laughs) But I was 65% judging and 35% whatever the other one perceiving or the P is prospecting yeah I've taken this actually many times over over the last couple years I think probably the first time I took it was like in high school or something because I'm not sure why but they just had us take it and I took it again for sure like in grad school and then more recently in the past couple years I've just taken it every so often before this time I w- I've always been extremely skeptical of like the results and I'm kind of just one of those people that doesn't put a lot of weight into personality tests but I think as I've gotten older I'm just like it's really just a way to like think about yourself and think about maybe how others can perceive you to be and like it doesn't have to be an end-all be-all this is who you are and so like now you're stuck in this box because you have this like label associated with you I still think like people who identify only like as a person- personality types like that's a little bit weird but I've taken it through this website site 16 personalities this is probably my third time at least and of the different personalities they also break down like every four are within like a certain group so the first four are like analysts the next four are diplomats the next four are sentinels and the last four are explorers and pretty much over the years i've i have like flip-flopped a little bit between especially e and i i think the introversion extroversion just kind of comes in now probably depending on where i am in life and I think like coming out of the pandemic, I probably just swing a little bit more extroverted versus when I have a lot of plans and I'm doing a lot of things and I swing a little bit more introverted. But I've seemed to always stay within the Sentinels personality That was group. what I was too. Yeah, and I, I, I see that that's what you are too. And I've also been basically the ISTJ, which is just flipping the ENI and I flip over to the logistician. So I think like the rest of my personality is very consistent, I guess. It's really just that like first one that kind of goes back and forth. <laughs> And so to read off the exact description, Sentinels are cooperative and highly practical, embracing and creating order, security, and stability wherever they go. (laughs) People belonging to one of these types tend to be hardworking, meticulous, and traditional, and excel in logistical or administrative (laughs) fields, especially those that rely on clear hierarchies and rules. These personality types stick to their plans and do not shy away from difficult tasks. However, they can also be very inflexible and reluctant to accept different points of view. That's super funny because I always liked the really boring administrative tasks. <laughs> like I liked pipetting <laughs> in high school. But yeah, like like you said about these quizzes, I feel like before I was always like, oh, whatever, like personality quizzes, like some voodoo shit or <laughs> whatever. But I think one of the most helpful and interesting parts of the personality quizzes is realizing where you fall, not really behind, but but where you differ from other people. Mm-hmm. And that helps you understand other people might act this way just because they are this personality type mm-hmm. rather than because they, they like want to get on your nerves or something. Because mm-hmm. I do remember one of, I forget which 
trait exactly but one of the traits that showed up in my personality description was that this type of person tends to take things personally (laughs) and I definitely grew up taking things very personally and that's something I'm also learning to put behind or chill out a little bit about because a lot of times people aren't doing something to particularly target you Mm -hmm. they're just doing something because that's just the way they resonate with doing things Mm Yeah, I I totally agree. And like on especially the one I think that we both swing more towards the J versus the the P like judging. I think that is the area that I've tried to recently kind of grow or like change in the most. And I've identified that as an area like it's it is kind of like being inflexible or being like I've already thought through things. And so like my way has to be the right way. And I've tried to work on being more open minded more recently. And so even as I'm taking this quiz, like it's clear I have a strong bias towards it's not like being judging, but like it, I know it's I don't like, know why it's called <laughs> judging. It sounds so bad. But yeah, it's just that like, you know, like I like to know what I'm getting into. Like I like to have, you know, rules or deadlines or whatever and so I think in a professional setting like these are these are pros generally but then in a more social context especially like if you're just hanging out with friends or your partner like this can be kind of a detriment because you can be a little bit inflexible or rigid that's so funny that you mentioned that because when reading through this I was like in the professional sense like I want to work with someone exactly like me (laughs) but yeah it's even not so how you react with regards to other people, but how you react internally when things don't go your way. Mm-hmm. Because my type is also someone that tries to like keep their emotions to themselves. So when mm. things don't go right, I'll get very stressed out and like try to play it cool, but internally I'm like <laughs> screaming. It's like that meme yeah. of the dog in the fire, yeah. and they're like, "This it's is fine, fine. yeah." <laughs> Uh, and then I'll get like really stressed and I'll like cry because something's not going my way and mm-hmm. it could be so small as like we're late to a reservation and I'm getting like really freaked out and yo I was like it's chill like we can just wait <laughs> it's like not a big deal in the grand scheme of things so trying to take a step back and looking at things from a different perspective is really helpful too mm-hmm. and this quiz definitely helps you see like what other perspectives there are did you read through all of the different strengths, weaknesses, romantic relationships, friendships, career paths, etc. on this one? Yeah, the the one thing that made me kind of sad was for the career paths that I, I didn't quite agree with was mm-hmm. that people for my type, which is the defender, they were saying that they don't tend to go for manager roles because they mm-hmm. want to stay like out of the spotlight and out of that commanding presence. Mm-hmm. But that one I don't agree with because I definitely really want to be a manager. I'm like, I want people to listen, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it does say that these people, although they're unlikely to seek out those positions, they're really well suited for those positions Mm. because they really empathize with the people that they manage. Interesting. I feel like that's funny because mine is the exact opposite because it's literally like the executive the type of people in these personalities like to go for leadership roles or like they want to be the ones like creating that structure i think for other people interestingly enough they say that they often stay with a single employer as long as possible which i do not agree with (laughs) but maybe it's just like our generation you know is like kind of different in that millennials tend to bounce around a little bit more than you know some of the older generations so maybe that's just like a more of a generational thing than a personality thing They also said like these types of people like to work within institutions or well-respected organizations such as law enforcement, military service, hospitals, and prominent legal firms. So I think 
working in medical device is similar to that, like similar in that it's a well-respected organization and they are kind of like established institutions. I think on the flip side, I eventually do think I want to go back to a startup. So maybe like that's not exactly in line with this personality type. But in general, like one of their like kind of highlights of this personality is like they rise to the occasion and meet their obligations with enviable consistency, making them clear choices for advancement. And I think that's been generally pretty true of my trajectory career wise. Like I do in performance reviews have been told like I am extremely consistent. I always deliver. And that's why like I'm a good employee or like an effective direct report. And so I think in that sense, like, that is what I strive for. And I guess it does come out as well. Yeah, maybe for mine, it was pretty accurate in like what types of working roles that I would be good for. But those aren't necessarily the positions that I like to have. Mm -hmm. So it said careers as nurses, elementary school teachers, (laughs) and social and religious workers are attractive (laughs) options. And it's funny because I was talking to another friend who came to visit and we were both like, yeah, I feel like like when you're traveling with other people, you know how there's like that one person that ends up doing all the work, Mm -hmm. like washing the dishes, setting the table, cooking for everyone. Yes. Like we tend to take those roles because we're anxious that like it won't get done if we Mm -hmm. don't do it. But that doesn't necessarily mean we like being those people. And if someone else were to volunteer to do that with us, it would be greatly appreciated. But I guess it's like just proactively doing it um, aligns with what this personality trait is like. Yeah, it's like the part of you fighting like the fact that it's not going to get done overwhelms the part that you don't actually want to do it (laughs) and so it gets done. But I mean, I wonder what it would be like to just be so chill to like, okay, it's messy, it's dirty, just leave it there. Yeah, I know. (laughs) know? Like I strive to be that chill. I know, but I can't. It's so gross. (laughs) I can't fight my destiny. Were there any funny facts? It comes with the insight of the day. And my insight is the Fenders are the least likely personality type to want to travel to space someday. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you, you agree with that? Space is scary. <laughs> and it's so funny because I totally would. <laughs> oh my God, I don't want to go to space. <laughs> Wait, mine is so random. I'll just say it, but it says executives are the most likely personality type to enjoy hunting for discounts. <laughs> Wait, I mean, it's true. Every, like, I do. Asian American I yeah, I actually, I wonder if there are personality types that are more more likely to be associated with certain types of cultures or certain types of ethnicities, just because, yeah. like, how you were raised or what what your values are. Mm-hmm. So I think that'd be really interesting to see. <laughs> I used to love reading. You know what? Grocery stores and would actually send you physical mail, yeah, like uh-huh. the weekly deals. Oh my god, I loved reading those. <laughs> really? My mom like, totally oh, did those all the time on sale this week. <laughs> actually, no, yeah, both my parents are, are. They really do that. Like my mom still goes through the Costco one and like oh my god, circles like the, the ones that one. like she wants to go get. Costco one's the best because you don't even have to bring the physical coupons yeah. to the store. <laughs> It's true. I guess based on this result that you got, is there anything that you want to keep like working on? Or One of the lines in my conclusion was that Defender's dedication is invaluable in many areas, including their own personal growth. And I think that one is something that rings true for me because the points that I, I want to recall and work on, I try to consistently work on those throughout the year. So I don't pick too many things because mm-hmm. I, I think when you do that, you kind of just end up not doing anything. But Things like how we always talk about how I really like to stick to my like one or two New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that was very similar to what this conclusion said. Mm-hmm. I guess looking at my personality type, like 
I'm pretty sure that Casper is also an extrovert, but I can tell that he is far more P than J, which is the one probably that we would disagree on the most. Like he really likes flexibility and not having plans so he can be open to like anything like spontaneous that comes his way versus I'm like, if you don't make plans, then we're not going to have anything to do and then it'll just be a waste of our time kind of thing. So I think that's like where we have both worked on merging a little bit, but I personally think like I'm I'm quite happy with this personality type. Like I think it does represent me well and overall like how it plays into like work and with my friendships and personal relationships like it works out okay. <laughs> To move on to how your personality plays into work, the second quiz we did was more of a professional quiz around influencing style. Uh, so I actually took this test at work as part of a career development training, and mm -hmm. I thought it was super interesting. So when we talked about doing a quiz episode, I really wanted to see what Polly's results <laughs> were going to be. But at a high level, the test reviews how you influence stakeholders and essentially how you work with other people. So it's helpful in understanding how you best communicate and also what types of communication styles might work best with different people on your team. So teams will like mm -hmm. tend to tend to take it together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so what is your influencing style <laughs> so basically like the quiz asked you gave you a bunch of statements that you you scored zero through four and then it spits out like what a total score for each of the yep. how many different influencing styles like eight or nine of them mm -hmm. so my top three where I got 10 points for these first two was value-driven style and goal-setting style. And then the one that scored the highest with 12 points was rational presentation style. I was also highest for rational presentation <laughs> style at 15 points. Oh, wow. And then my second ones were need fulfillment style mm. and then goal setting style and visioning style mm. and supporting. Like the rest all, all kind of like tied to some extent. Okay. Uh, and the description of the rational presentation style is you are good at argument and debate. <laughs> Your facts are valid. You collect spare data, evaluate information, build a logical case, and present sound arguments. You appeal to reason and intellect. Your position is always defensible and reasonable. Your skills include analysis, concept development, logical thought, and formal presentation. You attract others by the force of argument and rationality. I feel like this makes so much sense for the both of us. Just like going back to our Myers-Briggs types, because we both had S and J, like that is truly the rational presentation style. I feel like I'm not surprised by this at all, that it's both of our highest influencing styles. And because we both like to be prepared. So yeah. I feel like when I prepare for a presentation, I want to be prepared in all different aspects. So I try to think of like all the different questions mm -hmm. that people could ask me. And I try to think of a very logical answer or argument to why I want to go a certain way. Mm -hmm. And that's also the type of data or arguments that resonate with me the most like when when I want to be if I want someone to reason with me like I want them to present all these facts so I can believe them and trust that mm -hmm. that their solution's the correct one yeah on my like low side of influencing styles so these were at, like five or six points each were visioning style educating style and supporting style so I guess like looking at the descriptions visioning is you create pictures of desirable future the 
educating style is you expose people to new ideas and you act as a teacher. And then the supporting style is like you encourage and empower people to identify identify needs and do things on their own. And I think that, I don't know if it's like a bad thing, like these things scored so lowly for me, but I think it's just like the way that I go about influencing people is more with these like hard facts. And so like these other three seem kind of like softer skills maybe than what I'm generally used to using, especially like in my field, which is like, you know, medicine and like technology, it's very fact-driven and like data-driven. And I feel like these softer skills maybe are not as effective as getting people on board or like proving your point. But I guess like maybe this quiz is showing me like that's an area where I can continue to like work and grow in because they can be effective ways to like influence and convince people to get on board. You're definitely more quantitative than qualitative. (laughs) So my lowest score, which was really low, it was only four points oh wow was pushing driving style so it's Mm. kind of like having a more forceful and dominant style of influencing and one of the things that stood out to me was like you're prepared to make a fuss to get change Mm -hmm. and that that is something that i i have done when i really rationed that i feel it's right so it takes me like a long time to get to that point like Mm -hmm. i have to think about like all these reasons why i should really push at this moment so Mm -hmm. that's why it doesn't happen super often Mm -hmm. and i think we we mentioned before how it's kind of hard as a woman too because you want to be forceful but you don't want to play into that oh, she's such a bitch stereotype, Mm -hmm. right? And it's unfair that we have to think about where that line is because Mm -hmm. it's just like based off of other people's impressions of us. But it does impact me a lot when I choose to say or to not to say things. I'm Mm -hmm. always like, oh, is this coming across as too strong? When Mm -hmm. I don't know if I should like really be thinking that hard into it. That's really interesting because so I scored... I guess relatively high like it wasn't my top three but I got a nine on it so it's like Mm -hmm. pretty close to the top and when I feel like I have that kind of decision point in my head like am I being a bitch or am I being not assertive enough I generally lean the other way where I'm like I don't want to fall into the trap where women are too meek and too submissive especially like as an Asian woman and so I generally actually choose to be like more pushy or loud I guess but I agree with you that like it has taken me some time to get there and the more comfortable I am with my team and the more comfortable I am as like an expert in what I'm arguing for then the more comfortable I am pushing and driving versus when I first start out like there are people who like new to the team and they're just like out there pushing and I'm like where is this coming from but I think when I push it comes from a place of competence or like expertise and then I feel confident in pushing yeah maybe it's because the areas that I feel confident it it is very like data and quantitative driven Mm. so I feel like I'm not really pushing my feelings Mm -hmm. but I'm just more pushing the facts out Mm -hmm. but in areas where the situation is more qualitative or it's just about like I think the team should like move in this direction as as, like maybe how like the team should grow rather than like exactly what the the next big project-based work where it tends to be more like oh it's like you can't really have like facts Mm -hmm. um, to support this then I feel sometimes not as confident in pushing my thoughts but mm-hmm. the one like influencing styles that I was the most I don't know like interested in or like I had not really thought about it at all was the institutionalizing style I'd never heard of this one and it's like about using formal authority to drive others or to have others do things and I I want to say like the way that I understood this is like 
by moving up the ladder or like by having like a more senior title like this is this is how you push others and I also scored like in the middle for this one it was just kind of like didn't stand out either way but I would like to believe that like I don't need that type of influencing style and like I don't really subscribe to that because I I do kind of like the more like startup e mentality where it's like oh like you haven't been here as long or you're like still young and new in your career and yet like you can be extremely effective and and bright but I do think like having switched over to this new job it is a little bit more corporate in that sense and so like I feel like this is a more valued influencing style as compared to maybe my previous job where everybody was oh everyone's just gonna have to like work really hard and do a lot and so like everyone's voice kind of matters equally Right. I, I definitely felt that more when I was in consulting too, where there mm-hmm. are very distinct levels and very distinct reporting lines. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes decisions cannot be made until certain people sign off of uh, those decisions mm-hmm. as well. So in those environments, I really see how having that formal authority is super important and in influencing. In my current place, I will say like, there isn't much hierarchy and mm-hmm. it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing. And I've heard a lot of people talk about this from both sides. On the good side, yes, that means people who have been at the company a lot less or people who have been in the workforce a lot less don't have to feel as like insecure about speaking up because everyone's on the same playing field. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've seen it happen pretty frequently where like, no decisions get made mm. because no mm. one wants to step in and make yeah. the final call. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's where you can do your pushing driving yeah. style. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I need all the styles. <laughs> yeah, so I guess like when you took this at your company, how did that kind of affect your team dynamics afterwards? Yeah, so it was really interesting because you saw what everyone else was. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because it was almost very obvious because like the people who fell into the more like rational presentation style, like they were always the people that would do a lot of the data pulling like uh-huh. me. <laughs> and a lot of the, I think, managers on our team were value driven and goal setting styles, which like mm-hmm. makes sense in that managerial position. Mm-hmm. So nothing really changed for the team. I will say that changed for me when I realized how low the pushing driving style Mm -hmm. was because I don't want to be that person that doesn't speak up and like you said like how you tend to when you're like stuck in between the decision you tend to veer on the side of speaking up because you don't Mm -hmm. want to appear weak I guess I didn't realize how often I veered towards the meeker style Mm -hmm. until I took this quiz and I was like wow that was really low Mm -hmm. because I am someone that if I have something to say I'll always say it because I have a lot of regret when I don't say things, Mm -hmm. but I do spend way too much time thinking about how to say it. Mm -hmm. And maybe that time is better spent just like doing, saying it and then moving on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So is the goal of this sort of influencing style quiz to get high scores across all of them? I don't think there's so much as a goal. I think it's just to understand like how the people on your team work and what styles best resonate with them right because Mm. if someone is not super metrics driven like going to that person with the metrics driven approach is not going to be like that helpful in influencing them because they'll be like cool like I see these numbers but like what's the goal here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's actually a question that I get asked oh I have gotten asked a lot in like interviews like oh how do you collaborate with other people because maybe it's interesting because for the personality quiz you ask I wonder if there's any trends across different cultures with Mm -hmm. personality quizzes 
I wonder if there's different trends across different roles with yeah. influencing styles because uh-huh. people are always really interested in like, oh, how do you work with an engineer versus someone on the sales team versus someone on the marketing team? Because perhaps those teams have different styles of collaborating. Yeah, no, I, that definitely crossed my mind too. But I was actually trying to think too, is there any type of job or role out there where a rational presentation style is not good, right? Like where you would not want a data-driven way of Maybe. being? <laughs> Like a teacher, because I feel Mm. like teachers inspire students with more so like words and Mm -hmm. visions than like, you know, if you get like 100% (laughs) on these tests, then you'll go to college. Like, I feel like that's not as inspiring to students Mm -hmm. as having a teacher that they just really like being around and someone who helps them mold themselves into like the career that might fit them best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good example. That's a good point. Well, moving on to our last quiz, we decided to take just like a fun, silly one through BuzzFeed, which was titled, Which Disney Villain Are You? And I honestly just chose this one at random. I was just like typing into the Google search bar, like BuzzFeed, which Disney, and then it popped up princess and villain are you? And I was like, okay, like villains seem more funny. So (laughs) that's the one that I went with. And I also, to be fair, like don't know what all the villains were as a part of this quiz. Like it's not like the other quizzes where you know what all the results you could be are, but we'll just go ahead and reveal our results. So Ellen, what Disney villain are you? (laughs) Yeah, I I wish the test gave more of a description. Like I almost feel like it's very random, but I got Jafar. Oh my God, I got Jafar too. Are you serious? (laughs) And the description is now show us how snake you can be yeah. <laughs> i was like i don't get it but okay <laughs> so for those who don't know he's the villain from the aladdin movie and he basically like wants to i think he wants to like be the ruler yeah. of like the country that they live in by is it by marrying the princess or he just wants to take over i believe it's by Mar- he definitely wanted to get with the princess <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i ended up looking up jafar in villains wiki and it says jafar is portrayed as a total psychopath who will not hesitate to eliminate anybody that he perceives as a threat to his own sinister designs (laughs) and i was like i don't know what to make of this i'm super curious to see what the other villains were there but i guess we'll never know since we were the same yeah so i I saw in the comments like maleficent was one Mm. of them who i think is the one from the vain one maybe yeah i'm guessing it's probably more like probably all the disney princess villains right so like there's the witch from snow white and there's maleficent's the one that becomes a dragon i think in sleeping beauty maybe like captain hook from peter pan yeah i i also do wish that that they told you more so why and i'm trying to figure out like which of the questions i answered is the one that gave me jafar (laughs) maybe we should just go down and say what we put okay all right okay what was your greatest quality also these are all like bad things they're all bad don't hate us (laughs) (laughs) oh being ambitious is what i put my greatest being manipulative oh interesting okay all right so i'll click it again and then yeah my ideal layer was a castle atop a mountain okay and then how would you describe your style I said elegant but powerful. Oh, I said minimal but still intimidating. (laughs) How do you prefer your sidekick? I think I said I don't like sidekicks. (laughs) I said cunning. (laughs) What is the best motivation to be evil? I said spite. (laughs) Oh my god, I said to obtain power. How did we get to say? Okay, what is the best accessory a villain can have? I think I put long robes. 
Wow, I put a crystal ball. <laughs> and which of these powers is the best? Ability hip to hypnotize people. Oh, I said being able to use magic spells, because I feel like you could do any of these things if you had magic spells. And then what are your power colors? Orange and brown. I put black and gray. How did we get the same yeah. answer? <laughs> what is your weapon of choice? Magic, of course. Okay, I put magic too. What, what if that's the only reason yeah. we got the same thing? That would be kind of stupid. Okay, which of these do you hate the most? Those with more power. I think I put not being included. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the best way to get back at your enemies? Embarrassing them. I think I put embarrassing them too. <laughs> and then what's your biggest fear? I think I said falling off a cliff. Okay, I said falling off a cliff too. Oh wait, no, now I got a scar. Oh. Maybe I, maybe I didn't answer this the same way. Oh, maybe I put having a boulder fall on you. No, I actually really don't know. Okay, well, I guess I'm Scar now. <laughs> and Scar's description says, I'll forgive you for not leaping for joy at this news because of your bad back. What? <laughs> BuzzFeed quiz are really hit yes, <laughs> Very bizarre. But Scar is the one from Lion King. Yeah. I guess like now that... I've read through all these questions. They kind of make a little bit more sense. But Scar Fall doesn't have any music. Sense, that's yeah. Did. Yeah. It seems like that's the only one that... <laughs> oh, well, the not being included one also, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah. These are silly. I, I feel like also as I've gotten older, all these new Disney movies where they're doing oh, remakes for up. the... Um, but they're doing like remakes for like villain origin stories oh, yeah. where they're like, oh, now we sympathize with the villains. You know, like Cruella. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, Cruella's like not actually bad. She's actually great. <laughs> I heard that's what they're doing for a lot of the Marvel movies now too. How oh. they want to make the Marvel like quote heroes not super obviously a hero, but give them a more complex backstory. Mm. Like, more like a Loki type character rather than mm -hmm. like straight up Captain America. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the, the new like Disney remakes though. Like, because it's, it's, I feel like it's something for a bit of an older audience too. Mm -hmm. And like, they're like kind of darker and just like more interesting, I guess. Like, yeah. Cruella was quite dark. <laughs> it was, but it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening to Polly and I reveal what we scored on these three different personality quizzes. I hope you got to learn a little more about us and I hope you can take these quizzes yourself and learn a bit more about what your personality types are. And yeah, if you want to get more content from us, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at yellow noise pod and we'll see you all next week. Bye.